It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, major shakeup. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis ends his presidential bid. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. Endorsing Donald Trump. The New Hampshire primary now a two-person race. We're live with the very latest. Then thawing out after a brutal stretch of Arctic temperatures, snow and ice, could warmer weather finally be on the way? Al's got the full forecast. Plus, extra credit. What you need to know about kids and finances. At what age should they be getting a bank account? What about a credit card? Vicki Wynn has all the tips in a segment sparked by a viewer's email. And say it ain't snow. Reese Witherspoon sparks a heated debate after using snow as an ingredient. so good. The star speaking out after the internet's chilly reception. Okay, so we're kind of in the category of like, you only live once. All the scoop coming up in Pop Start today, Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Wishing my brother a happy birthday in Houston, Texas. Love, Love you, Travis. Visiting from Homewood, Alabama. Hi, Mom and Dad. We're here celebrating my sweet 16. From Orlando, Florida. Shout out to everybody watching and Richmond, Virginia. And Irving, Texas. On a sibling birthday trip. To the Today Show. Hello, Bloomington, Illinois. Sending love to our kids. Back in Tucson, Arizona. From Rapids, North Carolina. To meet Al Roger. Oh, you got a lot of fans out there. Come on, Al. Uh, we're excited to join those folks out on the plaza. Chilly morning, Monday. Nice to have you along with us wherever you may be. We're going to warm it up in here tomorrow because everybody's favorite Dolly Parton will join us live. She's got a very special announcement to share that you do not want to Ooh. miss. All right. Meanwhile, a busy morning. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. The stakes got even higher in tomorrow's New Hampshire primary after the sudden decision by Ron DeSantis to drop out of the race. NBC's Garrett Hake in position in Manchester this morning with the suddenly changing dynamics of this race. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. A major shift in the dynamics here, a shakeup, if you will, in a campaign that has been sorely lacking them up till this point. Ron DeSantis choosing to get out of this race less than a week after he was celebrating what was a distant second place finish in Iowa. That's one part of the decision. The other part, choosing to endorse Donald Trump, the kind of thing that might make this race over before it even really gets started. Listen. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He was very gracious, and he endorsed me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate that, and I also look forward to working with Ron and everybody else. Those friendly, if somewhat cool words between the two men once at the top of this Republican primary battle, a signal that their part of this race is now behind us. The next part of this battle now beginning between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who spent the weekend attacking one another. Haley going after Donald Trump over his mental fitness after Mr. Trump repeatedly confused her with Nancy Pelosi in a speech over the weekend. Haley suggesting that Donald Trump may not have the mental capacity to do that job. Savannah, this could be a sign of the race to come, which will get another very big signal tomorrow night when New Hampshire votes for the first time now in what is a two-person race.
All right, Garrett Hake, thank you very much. Our long stretch of dangerous cold and blizzard conditions may be coming to an end pretty soon. Below average temperatures broke more records this weekend. The extreme weather blamed for more than 70 deaths over the last 10 days. And Saturday, nearly two dozen skiers and snowboarders had to be rescued from the backcountry in Vermont. Al, so it looks like, is this bottomed out as bad it's going to get? Well, temperature-wise, it indeed has, guys. And good morning to all of you. Look at these temperatures. Actually, in the last 24 hours, we've warmed up 18 degrees from St. Louis, 23 degrees in Memphis, 11 degrees in San Amarillo, and Jackson looking at 19 degrees warmer than they were just 24 hours ago. For today, New York a little on the cooler side, but Cincinnati, you're going to be right where you should be. Uh, Rhinelander, Wisconsin, 26 degrees. That's five degrees warmer. Dallas still on the chilly side, but you can see temperatures starting to warm up for tomorrow. Above average in New York, Cincinnati, Monroe, Raleigh, all the way down to Tallahassee with a temperature of 70 degrees. Jet stream raises way up to the north, and look at these temperatures by Friday, New York City, 57, 53 in Cincinnati. Atlanta on Thursday, you're going to be in the low 70s, and Buffalo, New York, even though it's a little chilly there now. And you're still crying, but temperatures will be in the mid-40s, so all in all, not too bad. Guys. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Meanwhile, we turn to the Middle East. New attacks by Iranian-backed militias have the United States vowing retaliation as war threatens to engulf more of that region. And Israel's leaders are under growing pressure at home to end the Hamas hostage crisis. NBC's Raf Sanchez joins us now from Tel Aviv with the very latest. Raf, good morning. Craig, good morning. U.S. Central Command confirming overnight the deaths of two U.S. Navy SEALs who appear to have drowned during a mission off the coast of East Africa. Meanwhile, there has been no let up in the wave of attacks by Iranian-backed militants against American forces in the region. This morning, U.S. forces across the Middle East on high alert amid fears of a widening war. Overnight, the military calling off a 10-day search for two Navy SEALs lost at sea off the coast of Somalia. They died intercepting Iranian weapons hidden on this ship, the Navy says. Iran also supplying arms to militants in Iraq, who bombarded U.S. troops at this airbase with ballistic missiles over the weekend. An unknown number of service personnel now being assessed for potential traumatic brain injuries. While in Gaza, a once unthinkable milestone. 25,000 people now killed, according to the health ministry, the majority of them women and children. Ahmed Ruka burying his baby daughter Tala, having already lost his wife and two other children to an Israeli strike. Overnight, Israeli families demanding a deal to bring the hostages home. For some hostages, this is what the last 108 days underneath Gaza have looked like. This tunnel just goes on and on and on. It leads to what Israel says is a dungeon where Hamas held its prisoners. Five cells with cage doors that lock from the outside, the air hot and thick. What evidence do you have that hostages were actually kept here? Most important thing, we have uh, testimonies of hostages that verified this compound. We found here hair and other DNA. You found hair and DNA from the hostages here. And other belongings. They say they also found these pictures, drawn by five-year-old Emilia Aloni before she was released after 49 days. A child trying to find light in this darkness. 
and this morning fighting is raging around the only major hospital still functioning in southern Gaza. A medical official at Nasser Hospital says 50 people have been killed in the area since last night. Their emergency room is overwhelmed, and they fear Israeli forces may soon storm inside. Craig. Raf Sanchez Force there in Tel Aviv. Raf, thank you. All right, coming up, guys. Is it safe to eat snow? The TikTok from Reese Witherspoon that's launched a major wintertime debate. Okay. All right. First, though, Vicky's here to help set up your children for financial success. Hey, Vic. I'm a little sure thinking about eating Central Park snow, but that's beside the point. Okay. <laughs> financial literacy, we all know it's really important, but how do you teach it to your kids? When do you start? I'm going to have all the tips, plus some new apps that will help you, and an app that is actually giving away free money for your team to invest. That's all next right here on Today. We're back 813 this morning on Money Saving Mondays. We are setting up your kids for financial success. Okay, so when and how do you get them a bank account, an investment account, or maybe even a credit card? NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with some smart tips for money at any age. Vicki, yes. this is such an interesting segment because it came to you via an email that you yes. received, right? Just last week, we did Money Saving Mondays, and then right after, this viewer emailed Let me read it. Okay, this is what Jennifer wrote in. I'm a single mom to two young ladies, 14 and 12, and I'm wondering, at what age should I get them a checking account? Also, I have some friends who have a credit card in their child's name. They're trying to boost their child's credit score at, at this young tween age. Is that a good idea? Just brilliant questions. I'm so glad Jennifer asked, and let's start with the checking and savings accounts, right? So we talked with the experts over at Wells Fargo, and they say, you know what? Right around the age of 8 to 12, depending on the maturity of your child, mm -hmm. that's a great time to open them a savings account. And then you, what you really want to look for is a, an account that has no fees to open, no overdraft fees, and a very low minimum to start. There are a lot of them out there. Capital One, for example, Chase, they actually offer a savings account with a debit account. At this mm -hmm. age, your kids don't need a checking account, but you can really teach them the mechanics of it mm -hmm. because you've got the debit, so you're explaining to them, this is where your allowance goes or the earnings from your job. And then when you want to buy that skincare or that skateboard, this is when the money comes out. So it's a really good mm -hmm. way to practice. And also, you were talking with Jenna. I think she got her daughter the yeah, Green Light app. That's another yeah, popular one. About this. Yeah. With the debit card. A fantastic way to teach them some financial literacy. And you, as a parent, have controls over it so you can monitor, teach them how to budget with these apps. Sometimes okay. parents are putting the, your allowance money or whatever yeah, on the Green that. Light app. Exactly. Okay, what about if you just had a baby? Too early to be thinking about this stuff? Not at all. The baby could have a credit card. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll get to that for sure. But Lending Tree, just did some new research and they found the cost of raising a child from zero to 18, $237,000. Oh, when you mm -hmm. factor in all the supplies, the healthcare, and that doesn't include college. So if education is important to you, if college is an option you want to have for your child, you can open a 529 plan that's named after the tax code when they get a social security card uh, number, right? So anyone can open it, a godparent, a grandparent, a friend if they want to. And this is something that's really grown flexible. You can use it on, obviously, tuition, housing, mm -hmm. books, but you can also use it on secondary education, a vocational school. Oh. And let's say your child grows up and they are amazing and they start their own business and they don't need to go to college, they don't want to go to college. You can actually designate another beneficiary so that money isn't wasted. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. tax withdrawals are tax-free, which is huge, okay. growing that money. And also you model that smart spending. You think about the holidays when everybody's giving gifts and toys. Toys are great, but investments, 
go a lot longer. Let's let's talk about investing because I was just telling you when I was like in junior high, we had a class where they had us all pretend that we were buying stocks yeah. and things. And I remember to this day buying superior oil with my monopoly money, but I remember it. So there is something about kids getting into the investment world early. So important. And really teenager years are the best times. So right now, Fidelity Youth has launched this app. It's for kids 13 to 17 years old. They'll give you 50 bucks to start with real money. Oh. You can invest in U.S. stocks mutual funds, again, with the parental control. So your child isn't going wild there. Mm -hmm. But any money that they don't invest, it's going into a a money market account that has a Mm 4.99% APY. So they're getting basically a high yield savings account for money they don't invest. But man, if they like certain brands, this is a great way to get them to understand earnings, profits, losses. And when your company does well, you do well. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We, we forgot to answer one of Jennifer's questions, yes. which is, should you, I made a joke, but should you get your kids a credit card just to like make their credit score go up? I loved this question. We talked to Matt Schultz over at Lending Tree, and he said, look, if you have good credit, you can add your child as an authorized user. And that basically kickstarts their credit with years of a positive history because the credit unions will look back and say, oh, okay, this person has had a credit card since 2024 yeah. and the bills have been paid on time. The caveat is, if Junior racks up like $5,000 yes, in debt on your credit happen. card, yeah. yes. you're on the hook, mom or dad. Well, so, you could set it up and just never let them know. Exactly. That's oh, the workaround. You add you them. You never give them the card. Never. They don't know. And then when they're 18, they open their own solo card, and they've already got a great credit history to begin with. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, cool. Good advice. Thank All you, right. Vicky. Right. Mr. Roker, what you got? All right. Well, right now, we're looking at another storm system coming into Central and Southern California. It's going to be a mess out there over the next several days. A series of storms coming in. We're also looking at some icing conditions starting to get together in the Midwest. Heavy rain down to the south. We're going to be looking at flash flood alerts uh, probably over the next several days down through the Gulf Coast. Temperatures still on the chilly side, teens and 20s, 30s, as you go from the plains into the Midwest, into the Northeast as well. But that will be changing as well with temperatures warming up. So for today, sunshine up and down the eastern seaboard. That ice storm getting together in the mid-Mississippi River Valley, lower Mississippi River Valley, looking at heavy rain, a flood risk developing back down through California. Wet weather as you make your way up into the Pacific Northwest. Best way to start the week. Come on. All right, we're going to start with Reese Witherspoon. We were teasing it earlier. The Hollywood A-list are cooking up a hot debate thanks to this cold treat TikTok. Okay, so we got a ton of snow over the past few days. We decided to make a recipe. So first we scooped the snow into cups and we added salted caramel syrup and some chocolate syrup. And then we decided to add some cold brew just to have a yummy coffee flavor. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's the recipe for Reese's Snow Salt Chococino. Got a lot of attention, as you can imagine, putting something like that online. Folks have an opinion about whether or not it's safe to eat snow like that. And here's how uh, Reese responded. There's so many people on here saying that snow is dirty. So we went and took snow from the backyard and we microwaved it and it's clear. I didn't grow up drinking filtered water. We drank out of the tap water. We actually put our mouths on the tap. And then sometimes, like in the summer, it was hot. We drank out of the hose. Like we put our mouth on the hose growing up. And then, so I filtered water. I didn't, maybe that's why I'm like this. <laughs> we all drank from the hose. We all did. We, we thought everyone drank from the hose. Al, this is a is is snow a collection of air pollutants? Is it safe to eat? Well, I, I, look, I think it depends on where you live, but you also need to know where your snow is. I mean, if it's in your backyard. 
you know, and it's right. on the top of the car. It's pristine. I think you're, I think you're okay. What By the way, yellow. I all oh. know what that is. You, you probably just put that story in just so I you did. can do that. That's By exactly the way, right. That's why I love we you. make at our house snow ice cream, we I call sure. it. We do heavy cream yeah, and my a mom little bit of that. sweetener. It's delicious. Yeah. Like, South, that's the thing. Yeah, it just top. landed and it's pristine snow. Uh, yeah, it's, What's it's, the big okay. deal? It's okay. Else will kill Next up, let's talk about Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Renee Rapp, a.k.a. The Big Screen's latest Regina George, took the stage as a first-time musical guest. The audience went nuts for this surprise cameo that happened. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Renee Rapp. Of course, that is the OG Regina George, Rachel (laughs) McAdams, who also stuck around to be in a sketch and acting class one. Mean Girls crossover there. Love it. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Speaking of SNL, next up, Justin Timberlake on Friday, the Grammy winner now revealing the next musical guest to be on Saturday Night Live, along with host Dakota Johnson. It was a weekend packed with announcements from the 10-time Grammy winner, JT, performing at a sold-out show in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. He also released more details about his upcoming sixth studio album, including the title of that album. It's going to be called Everything I Thought I Was. Yeah, Everything I Thought I Was will be Justin's first album since 2018's Cry Me River. We're going to be keeping an eye out for that one. Next up, Dolly Parton, the legendary mm-hmm. musician, celebrating her 78th wow. birthday on Friday as wow. a gift to her fans. Dolly releasing the deluxe version of her rock star album with a fresh lineup of tracks, including on that deluxe issue, oh, a cover of Eurythmics' Sweet Dreams. That okay. has to be the only Come song on. on planet Earth that was covered by both Dolly Parton and Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. Venn diagram. I think so. Yeah, yeah, like so. Only- and by the way, we should go shopping after the show today because Dolly's going to be here tomorrow on Popstart. Oh, yes. we got to get her a good present. we got to get yeah. her a good yeah. present. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Okay. got to figure that out. Yeah. That's for tomorrow. Next up, Taylor Swift. If there's anything that we've learned lately, it's that the, uh, well, sports and Taylor is a winning form. Yes, we know is. that. Take a look at this, though. Over the weekend, a 16-year-old U.S. athlete, J- oh, Josie yeah. Johnson, earned a silver medal in ski jumping at the Winter Youth Olympic Games. And here's what she had to say about how the Grammy winner inspired her jump. What were the um, things you thought about? Taylor Swift? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Well, specifically, I was thinking about her reputation uh, dance from the Reputation Tour. Yeah, that's just what I do sometimes when I'm a little bit nervous. I just did some of the dance moves in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think Come Taylor's replacing the, uh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. in the answers well, for sports stars when they win something. Yeah, I, what got you through that jump? Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Not, like, no longer I Jesus. Not the Lord? Yeah. In fact, no, we've gotten rid Taylor. of the Roman Empire. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. Taylor Swift has replaced the Roman Empire. Wow. Like Finally, our friend Rain Wilson. It's been over a decade since fans said goodbye to Dwight Schrute <laughs> and the Office family. But all these years later, the Dunder Mifflin crew still getting a lot of love. Over the weekend, Rain sharing a sweet photo of a note. It reads... The office got me through some of the darkest days of my life. I can't thank you enough for that. Of course, that meant a lot to Rain, I'm sure. He said uh, he didn't see the person that dropped that note for him, but he wrote online. So humble to be part of a show that affected, touched, comforted, inspired, and continues to do so. A continuous thank you to the whole office family. Then he joked in the tweet he wrote, uh, no, this is not an open invite to give me notes on napkins <laughs> everywhere I go. That's cool. That's, that's, he's cool. Got that's right. Cool. Start thinking about Dwight Schrute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very strong pop show. Oh, we are back. We're back at 8.30. We've stepped outside on our little corner here in New York City. 
Always excited to see these happy folks. Thank you all for coming. Thanks nice for being party. here. Thanks for being here. We got some great people, and we got a lot to get to. A lot to get to, including getting to know how to get to know somebody, how to get to know what's really inside. We've got best-selling author and New York Times columnist David Brooks here. He's enjoying a cup of joe. Wait, why a coffee cart. Oh, it's our new thing. Oh, oh we have a coffee I cart. David Brooks brought the coffee well, cart. Well, he might have. Oh, he's he's bringing his joy. And in a moment, he's going to share some practical and insightful advice to help people make lasting connections. Oh, one of the great writers right there. Also, head guys, a style expert, Jasmine Snow, here to help us get a jump start on this year's hottest fashion trends of the year and there will be bows friends oh cool. hold on. Be bows. Hold on. you're supposed what? to wear a bow tomorrow for Rishka's birthday that's right Rishka oh to yes that. please tell hoda i wanted to wear a bow well, for me tomorrow I, yeah. it is come on birthday. We got birthday. Birthday. Six that's it come on, that's it. Come on. Enough of the bows. let's break out the okay. bow oh, i can't wait to see you in a bow tomorrow you know what it'd be like seeing you in a bow hey you can wear a bow tie i'll wear a bow tie by the way a few minutes from now the third hour we're going to focus on some ways to tighten up security on our phones and devices including why well, apparently you may want to turn off that Bluetooth. Oh, The only bows I know is the, are the speakers I have. I oh, that's nice. Oh, well played. Well played. thing in the hair? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's dumb. What are you talking about that Hey, what's, what's happening here? Uh, tomorrow on today, we're diving into a debate that's raging across the internet this winter. It has nothing to do whether or not snow is edible. But when it's freezing out, are your kids still wearing shorts? Oh, yes. Should you let them? We could we- use one nine-year-old London Daily as Exhibit A oh, if we need God. to. That conversation tomorrow, something parents are going to want to watch. And Charlie, Charlie, year old Charlie, Charlie, I can't yeah. take it no. anymore. Boys, just let him do it. Are you cold? Let no. him do it. Just let yeah. him do it. Let him do it. Let's talk to the weather yeah. guy. He knows. Okay. Go ahead. But wait. Today's weather is sponsored by Horizon Therapeutics. Learn about thyroid eye disease at isitted.com. This is the international section of the Today Show. Where are you guys from? Arizona. From Phoenix. Oh, here you go. London. New Zealand. New Zealand. Naperville's Ontario, Canada. Canada. There we go. <laughs> That's the inter- Arizona is still part of the United States. So there you go. We like that. All right, let's show you what we got going on as far as your week ahead. Sunny and seasonal along the eastern part of the country. We're looking at icy conditions in the midsection. Some heavy rain down through the Gulf. More rain and snow out west. Then we get to the mid part of the country uh, Wednesday. Above average highs, but it's going to be wet for the eastern half of the country with some snow in the northeast still active out west. And toward the end of the week, we are looking at more wet weather. It's going to be warm, but wet mild highs and sunshine back to the plains snow in the rockies and more wet weather northern california into the pacific northwest that's your latest weather and what's your name young man i am i am owen hicks oh and good to see owen. you how are you thank oh, you so you. much for your son i, I appreciate that Every, who's here with you so this is my brother chance uh-huh. and this is my mother uh-huh. and this is my that's <laughs> All right. There's your Okay. We're happy you came, honey. From buddy. North Carolina. Well Thanks, Owen. All right. Owen. Just ahead, New York Times columnist David Brooks will share some important lessons from his new book, A Practical Guide to Create well, Deeper Connections with People in All Areas of Your Life. But first, this is today on NBC.
We are back with Start Today and two big questions. How do you make a person feel truly seen? And how many people in your life truly see you? That is at the heart of a new book. It's called How to Know a Person from New York Times best-selling author and columnist David Brooks. It's so good to see you. So good to be here. I have to confess I'm a huge fan of yours. I love your books and I love this topic in particular because I don't know if it's post-pandemic or just life in general, but I feel like we don't actually look at each other and make eye contact. The eye contact we're having right here yeah, right. is extraordinary, but that doesn't happen. Why is that? What's going on? Yeah, I think we're nervous. We're egotistical. Yeah. I was once at a, a, a diner in Waco, Texas, having breakfast with a 93-year-old lady named LaRue Dorsey. Yeah. And a mutual friend of ours, a pastor named Jimmy Durrell, walks into the diner. And he walks over to us, grabs LaRue Dorsey by the shoulders and shakes her way harder than you should shake a 93-year-old. Yeah. And he says to her, Mrs. Dorsey, Mrs. Dorsey, you're the best. You're the best. I love you. I love you. Uh. And that 93-year-old lady turned into a bright, eye-shining nine-year-old girl. <laughs> nine-year-old So girl. when we first gaze at somebody, we're answering a question. Am I a priority to you? Am I mm-hmm. a person to you? Will you be kind to me? And so the answers to those questions will come out of your eyes before any words come out of your mouth. So it's that first gaze is important. Well, you talk about in the book how you went to a party and you realized at the end of the party, like nobody asked you one question. You went through a whole deal, got home and realized. So what what did that teach you, that exercise? Yeah, I think like only about 30 percent of humanity are question askers. The yeah. rest are perfectly nice people. Yeah. They just don't ask you a question. And so I always like when I meet somebody, I try to ask them about their childhood. People love talking about their childhood. So how do you ask that? Just, just say, like, where'd you grow up? Oh, that's just and, the and then how was what was it like? And, yeah. and then you can get a little closer as you get to know somebody a little better. It's like, what's your favorite unimportant thing about you? Your favorite. And so like my thing. favorite unimportant thing is I like early Taylor Swift even more than I like later Taylor <laughs> Swift. And so that's that, that tells but, you something. But then as you really get to know somebody, you've got trust. Then the, the questions should be big questions. Yeah. Like what transition are you going through? Yeah. What crossroads are you going through? What would you do if you weren't afraid? Or if we met a year from now, what would we be celebrating? And these are just questions that get people talking. I like one of your questions. I just highlighted it on one of these papers that are stuck together. But you say, I no longer ask people, what do you think about that? Instead, I ask, how did you come to believe that? Yeah. That that's a whole different ball of wax, right. isn't it? You want to get people in story mode, telling mode. When yeah. people are telling stories, they really are more personal. A little funny story I read about in a book was a lady was hired to do a focus group about why people go to the grocery store late yeah. at night. And she didn't say, why do you go to the grocery store yeah. late at night? She said, tell me about the last time you went to the grocery store after 11 p.m. And one woman who was in the focus group who hadn't said anything said, well, I'd smoked a joint and I wanted a menage a trois with me, Ben and Jerry. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, ben and Jerry. And so you get a little glimpse into her life because she asked for a story. Yeah. So I always try to get people in narrative mode. Well, I think you underscore it really well. You talk about there are illuminators and there are diminishers. There are people and you when you walk in the room, you feel better after you leave it. And there then there are diminishers. Describe those two people. Yeah. Diminishers are not curious about you. Yeah. They're egotistical. Yeah. Uh, they just talk about themselves. They stereotype. They ignore yeah. and they just make you feel small and invisible. And then illuminators are curious. They're, they illuminate you with the gaze of their attention mm-hmm. and they, you just feel great. And it's really productive to be an illuminator. There was a, a, a phenomenon at Bell Labs, which is this famous research facility. Yeah. And some of the researchers were more productive than others. And they want to know why. Was it IQ? Was it education? They couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And it turned out the people who were really creative were in the habit of having breakfast or lunch with an electrical engineer named Harry Nyquist. 
And he asked them questions. He got inside their heads. He thought through their problems with them. And they were productive because they were around this guy who was really interested in them. And so Harry Nyquist was an illuminator. So having just that one person in your life can change the game. I went to a retreat and they made us do this exercise where they told you to look at someone like this. And they had you, let me see your hand. They had you hold hands and they had you look in their eyes. And it lasted, it was so uncomfortable that you (laughs) felt like you were going to explode. And the person looked in in your eyes and said, I see you and I love you. When it was over, they asked people, what did that experience feel like for you? Some people said, oh, I felt full of love. And some people, I looked at them and said, who's this person? And what are they, what are they trying to pull (laughs) off here? And it told you a lot about, about what's happening within you. Isn't that part of what you're, you're noticing? Yeah. So I grew up like very aloof and distant. My, and fourth, when I was in nursery school, my teacher apparently told my parents, David doesn't really play with the other kids. He just observes them. Oh. And so I've tried to be a little more emotionally available so as I've gotten change. older. So you can change. How, how did you go about changing that? Because I think some people think I'm this person and that's the way I'll be until I'm yeah. in my grave. I totally believe you can change. You, uh, I, I, I wrote a, I want to learn about emotion so I could express emotion. So I wrote a book about emotion, like <laughs> super intellectual kind of guy. Uh, then I wrote a book about trying to become a better person yeah. uh, called The Road to Character. And then I wrote of a book course. about suffering. And I think I'm radically changed and I can prove it, but I have to drop names. Okay. <laughs> so <feel free. laughs> I've been interviewed by Oprah twice in my life. And the last time was in 2019. And after the interview, she says to me, David, I've rarely seen somebody change so much. You were so emotionally blocked before. And that was a good moment for me because like, you can grow in middle age and old age. I really think it's, it's possible to become a quite a different person. And you had that experience. I was at a conference in Nantucket and they gave everybody at the conference these song lyrics, which had a love song on them. And they said, pick a stranger in the room uh, and sing into the love song into their eyes. Oh, geez. And if you had asked 30-year-old me to do that, I really would have exploded. <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> but did, I did it? it. I did it. So and how, what happened? No sparks. No sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That was yeah. that was super brave. By the way, the thing I love about this book is it's filled with cool anecdotes, but it's also felt filled with directives, things that you can practically do yeah. to improve. So if you want to be a better person, this is the book, How to Know a Person by David Brooks. I have a feeling you've you got another New York Times bestseller on your hands, but uh, they just seem to happen that way. David, thank you so great, much. Great I really to be appreciate- with you. Great and by the way, I do see you. And I do love you. I love you, too. All right. Savannah, over to you. What an awesome conversation. Thank you so much, Hoda and David. And coming up next, we're just going to shift gears slightly. We've got style. Jasmine Snow is here. We're talking the mega bag, Mary Jane's, all the big trends right now. We'll get into it. But first, this is Today on NBC. back 845 today style every year brings new trends to embrace so we have called on style expert jasmine snow to give us the fashion forecast she can help us get us a jump on what's hot for 2024 hello there hi good morning now we have been talking a lot about bows and that's at the top of your list i mean we're not making this up it really is a fashion it really is happening it came in big for holidays and i get that everyone has really been embracing the hair bow but we're seeing it in shoes, in jewelry, yeah. in bags, in clothing. You can really kind of dip in anywhere you want to. So a little bit, a lot. You don't have to wear the hair bow, but it's happening. It's not going anywhere in 24. Yeah, you see it in the earrings, the necklace. I mean, it's cute on shoes. Exactly. Like, okay, the next is, this is the Pantene color of the year. Yeah. What do they call it? Peach fuzz? Yes, peach okay. fuzz. So Pantone said that this is going to be our color of the year. 
and we are already seeing it. It's the new It Girl color. We see a lot of celebrities already wearing it. A lot of them doing a head-to-toe look like okay. this, going monochromatic. But you can do a sweatshirt and kind of get a little taste of it. Sneakers, accessories, again, if you only want a little bit of a hint. Yeah. But I really love it. It's kind of a creamier, warmer version of the pink we've been doing for yeah. a while. I was, it's like a rose gold almost, kind totally. of. Totally. You know? Exactly. A, yeah, love it. It's not like the peach you eat. It's a little pinkier than the <laughs> exactly. peach you might eat. Okay, let's keep, let's keep the little girl theme going because I love a Mary Jane. I love a Mary Jane. It's very Parisian. Yes. It's very ladylike, but it doesn't have to be ladylike. We can get a little edgier with the metallic. Mm -hmm. I love that this has a little bit of embellishment. If you want a heel, you can do it. If you want to do a flat, you can add your favorite jeans or you can dress it up and really kind of go any way you want to. Would you to. put socks with it or I no? would do socks sometimes. Definitely tights. Obviously, right now we're freezing. Yes. So we're doing a lot of tights. You could do a little ankle sock and really make it your own. But these kind of do all the work for you. Yeah. They're really cute. Okay. Really cute. The mega bag. Because it used to be about the mini bag. Yeah. now you can put your mini bag in your mega bag. Mega bag. Exactly. So okay. it used to be all about the mini bag. Now it's the mega bag. They're actually calling them shoppers. They're that mm -hmm. big now. We've been seeing them all over the runways. It was actually a lot of the men's runways that we were seeing. So many celebrities are starting to carry this. You can fit everything in yeah. it. So it's very convenient. We can all carry our phones again in our bag. Yes. Because it finally fits. And it's just... It's great because you can do a print, a color, or just keep it classic with black. Yeah, very, very cute. And then our final um, trend is the crop top, which our model is showing off right so here. So we've been seeing a lot of crop tops, obviously, but now we're moving into the cropped jacket. We love this trench. It goes really from season to season, and you can play with the proportions. So if you want to show off a little bit more skin or a top underneath, the crop is great. Or if you kind of want to hide some things, a little extra fabric mm -hmm. is always fun, too. Okay, great. Jasmine, thank you so much. Yeah. If you want to shop any of this, you can find the products at today.com slash shop. reminder, today may earn a small commission from your purchase. But first, this is Today on NBC.